0: The Crack is back, ladies and gentlemen. And this time, we're on our very own feed, baby. That's right. We finally did it. We've evolved from the Ariel Hawani show feed to our own feed. The Crack with Petey Carroll. Get liking, get following, get subscribing, get reviewing. All that kind of stuff. We need your help. I'm going independent, just like Ariel did. And I want it to be even more successful than his run in independence. Which is a lot to ask for, let's be honest. But, of course... We wouldn't have been here without Ariel Hawani. So big thank you to Ariel Hawani. Big thank you to the whole crew over there. Jordan Kamzan, a legend. helped me with all the video. We have TST, who's still involved here, who was quarterback in this project, would you believe? I'll explain a bit about that later. Big thanks to Oven, to Mysterious Frank, to Aunt Evans, to absolutely everyone that was involved with this. Thank you so much. It was an absolutely brilliant way to start things. But now we're going solo and we need your help. So... You might have seen this promotional video i did for this earlier like i'm walking around my local park doing these things so embarrassing like i i hate that shit like i can't do it i admire people who can but doing it really makes me want to disappear with my own ass and if you look at the video i'm looking around everywhere i'm like please jesus please no one i know stumble across this like stumble across me doing this in like i know they'll see it after the fact but I don't know it's just the embarrassment of being caught like oh like and subscribe into your camera walking around your local park like Reggie's off in the corner having a shit or something he doesn't care but I am worried so I did that for you I I might do more of these things I might start doing these uh public promotions so I can embarrass Elaine if we're out in a restaurant or you know make a show of myself in front of my friends if we're down the Hearthstone house for a pint or something like that I don't know felt weird. Thanks for everyone for liking it and thanks to everyone who's already been liking and subscribing to the crack with Pizza Carol's feeds. Uh we need your help, guys. I mean, we're doing thousands upon thousands of of listens on these other podcasts on Ariel's feed. So, now it's on us to build it all up again. If you build them, they will come. Wayne's world. But it's all been brilliant. You've all been so good to me since I started this and uh, I can't thank you enough for that. Um on this week's episode um, I wanted to get in someone I've really wanted to speak to for a long time, and that's Lewis McGrillen. And he had a scintillating debut back in March in Newcastle. And it was a crazy card to watch because all the talk in the lead-up was about Simeon Powell and Dakota. And then on fight week, PFL realized, like, okay, who is this kid? He was on a one-fight deal. He was meant to be one of the first fights of the night. And as the broadcast progresses, Dan Hardy's saying things like, oh, we've pushed him up to... Uh, you know, the main card now, or like he's he's two from the top or whatever. He turns out to be, be the biggest viral takeaway they had that day. And as a free agent then leaving the fight, they then have the task of trying to sign him when every promotion in the world just sees this viral moment where this kid suddenly becomes a star. And um, I wanted to ask him so much about that. You know, I had to get Brendan Locknay to sort this out because uh, I couldn't get my hands on him. Not true to PFL, not true the PFL's PR team. So I had to call in a favor from the champ. So a uh, big thank you to Brennan Lockney. This could not have happened without you, sir. You're a legend. Um, as I said at the start, TST is quarterback in this, and we have a brand new producer, Oscar. We need to work on a nickname. He's a little genius, handpicked by TST. I mean, what an honor. So I'm very happy to be working with Oscar. He is a legend. I've spoken to him a lot. We will speak more, I'm sure, as we continue to develop this. But here it is, the very first episode that it will go live on the crack feed. You'll see all the other episodes there too. Don't worry. TST exported them over like the legend he is. But please do yourselves the favor of listening to this guy. He is going to be huge. One of the most electrifying fighters in the sport at the moment. It is Lewis McGrillen. Enjoy. I've been bigging this man up on the Ring Around May show to my good friends, Ariel hawani and Chuck Mendenhall. I've even been talking about him with the likes of Dan Hardy when we had him on the show a few months back. I was dying to get him on the show. I reached out to everyone at the PFL. They couldn't get them. I had to call in a favor from former PFL champion Brendan Locknain who has sorted this all out for me. So I'm eternally grateful for Brendan Loughnane because I am finally joined by one of the most electrifying men in the sport today, Mr. Lewis McGrillen who is taking on Amrali Sedoucheroff, at pfl2 in berlin this weekend you can watch it on the zone lewis so thrilled to finally be speaking to you man i'm a massive fan welcome to the show thank
1: you mate it's to be here
0: yes um well I, i was telling you just before we went on uh one of the things that stuck out to me about you even from a very Very early days in your pro career was the respect you got from the elders around Manchester, the likes of Brendan was pushing out your stuff. Kane Moose, I believe, was the first person I saw sharing things about you because, you know, you had these aggressive weigh-ins. And then when you get in there, it's like the, the aggression gets amplified by 10. It's an absolute tear up every time you fight. But tell me, how did you win the respect of these this older generation of MMA guys, guys that would now be considered legends in the sport? Because
1: I've always trained with a few of them over the years and stuff, and I was always around them. And then some of them have that old school grittiness as well, yeah. And I was just, I always clicked with them straight away. Like sometimes when you go to set gyms, it's hard to click with them. Sometimes I think a few people can understand that, and before we were a manchester top team we were at all powers and we are all in that all in that grit together man and i just clicked with these people and i felt like i was more i could be more comfortable being myself around them and stuff like that because they're just the exact same to me and it i was just the baby of the gym so if i'm just the baby of the gym and i'm coming up now and i'm finally coming into my, my i i'm a pro now I'm like i'm 22 years old now and they've watched me grow from like when i was like 15 16 and then they've seen me evolve into what i am now yeah
0: it's amazing. It's it's great to see. Um, I wanted to ask, McGrillen, very Irish name. I think I've seen yep. you holding the tricolor. I know that you're now sponsored by Proper 12 on the back of that fantastic KO in your PFL debut. Is there an Irish link there? Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, uh, my granddad, uh, my family, like Northern Irish. Yeah, mm. they're from um, St. Patrick, if you've heard of there, St. Patrick region and Dundrum and wow. I, yeah yeah, I've got I've even got a family some family in Derry as well yeah I I go over quite a few times to see my granddad and stuff like that yeah it's called Brendan Brendan McGrillen
0: wow wow that's amazing so you are you feel like you're nearly a dual nationality coming out here for PFL are representing Ireland and the UK
1: yeah pretty much mate of course I got I love I love Ireland man I got a good fan base over there and like I like to be in touch with my heritage and stuff like that and I like to have Raise the the Shamrock flag, eh? And then um, obviously I got to have an English flag, but we don't, we don't. I don't like the Union Jack. I rather I, I like to have the English flag and then eh, an Irish flag always. Yeah,
0: it's beautiful to see, man. It's beautiful to see. Tell me about this proper twelve uh, sponsorship because if anyone didn't see it, we were trying to get as many people to watch this debut as possible, and oh my god did you answer to all of the hype that we were putting on you because you had an astronomical debut and you sparked the boy out on the proper 12 logo, if I'm not mistaken. Tell me how everything kicked off from there, because I know Connor yeah. is a massive fan of social media. I know he'd be plugged into everything like this.
1: Yeah, L- literally, man. It was, it was it was a madness, right? Because I don't know if you've seen, but I like. I kind of had a vision and I had a dream like months ago, yeah, that I was going to knock someone out on on a proper 12 canvas. I'm not even lying. People think I'm crazy, man. I swear to God, but I've got... And then there's a screen record, right? And it's me saying, um, yeah, I have a vision that I'm going to fight on a proper 12 canvas, etc." And I, did, I didn't know what show it was, though, because I wasn't signed to the PFL then. I was still on the regional scene. And then before you know it, I signed for the PFL. It like, turned out proper 12s on the canvas. I wow. knocked him out on top of the canvas. And I was like, nah, that's the one that, and I was like, and as I said before, if I do that, I'm going to shout out Proper 12 and stuff like that. And, I did. and before you know it, we've got a deal going with the, the sponsorship with the Proper 12 Whiskey now, yeah?
0: Wow, that's incredible, man. That is incredible. Um, I love what PFL have done here because they have got uniquely PFL people, right? Like, I haven't seen you uh, fighting pro on bellator i haven't seen you fighting pro on cage warriors you have dakota simeon and yourself now and i feel like this is the identity of pfl europe is it true because when i was talking to brendan a couple of weeks ago he was saying like he knows all of you guys since since your kids basically do you know each other do you know simeon and dakota well as, as well
1: i've known the coffee. uh i've seen like Excuse me that but then. no problem no problem <laughs> I've 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 heard of Simeon. I've heard of Simeon, but uh, he's from down south in it more. I'm the north. I'm I'm in Manchester, and literally Dakota. I've known Dakota for years. Like on the she's like from Thai in it. She was at a different gym, and then before you know, she like crossed over into Manchester top team. But Brendan, I've known Brendan for years, years, bro. Literally, like, like I've like heard Brendan before I even started training MMA, and then before you know, before my first be, be like. My coach now, Carl, before him, my original coach was Brendan Loughnan. Wow. Yeah, Holy yeah, Holy shit, yeah. man. Yeah, so he, he knew who I was on stuff like that, I trained with him stuff like that. And before, you know, he had his own aspirations to continue his career. Look, he's doing well for himself now, and he had to sacrifice that stage of being, uh, being a coach. So, you know, drifting you know, like, not to be, to do his own thing, respect to him. And then um, I ended up like, Getting coached under Carl Prince now and then. I've been there since, but yeah, I've known Brendan for years, mate. Yeah,
0: Carl's Carl's a legend in his own right at this stage. Jesus Christ, the guy's been on the scene for so long, decades upon decades of work. Something about you, uh, Lewis, like you've got this electricity to you. I'm looking at you right now, and I can feel the ambition pouring out of you. And I and I could see like PFL have put on big. um, They've given big promotional pushes to simeon and dakota but i have a feeling like you're looking at this like i'm going to be the poster boy of this shit this pfl europe stuff this is going to be the mcgrillin show would i be wrong to think that
1: yeah you ain't wrong mate i already seen it as soon as i watched that show i was like this is going to be the mcgrillin show i can see it i was literally just some guy on the free limbs and then i found out halfway through it just being me I'm, I'm not like i'm literally just being me yeah how i am in front of the camera and then like yeah, you 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 just before call me like what? I must be debut. It's been PFL debut and I smashed it when I walked in that arena man and they were chanting my name. It was crazy. It was crazy. I just felt like it felt somewhat familiar, but like it was always like a a dream or a fantasy. I could see that and then it's come true and it was just a madness, mate. Honestly.
0: It, it was funny to watch the broadcast because i speak I was speaking to Dan Hardy quite a bit in the lead up to it, and he's obviously on the broadcast with Struve and O'Connell, and those guys know less about you. So as the as the fights are going through, Hardy's kind of saying, This kid, this kid's gonna be big, and then it's like we heard that McGrillin has sold half the tickets in this arena today, and you're like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it, it all it was just building, building, then you have this fantastic. Uh, performance then of course you're brilliant on the mic as i knew you would be from watching you on social media and stuff like that but it did feel like a life-changing moment to to watch you in that moment because obviously i've been following you on social media i'd never got feeds to watch you live before so this is my first experience watching you live and of course absolutely brilliant brilliant fight for you would i be right in saying that it was a like a life-changing moment for you uh
1: definitely i feel like i'm finally I'm like, like regional scene, just a set degree of like uh, coverage you're gonna get on yourself and stuff like that. And I felt like that was my breakthrough. I've, I've, brought, I've stormed the gates and I'm through to the open MMA scene now. And I'm here and I proved the point like on a big, on a very big stage. And I just, it was just, it was mad, right? Because like, as soon as I, as soon as I dropped him and I seen him gone, I, I jumped over the cage. I was like, oh my god, I've done it. This is crazy. This... It was just. It was just crazy, man. I can't put it into words at times, man. It's it can get emotional as well, man. Like genuinely, it was like, yeah, because I'm literally I'm only tw- like I'm only I'm still young end of the day, and I think you sometimes you think do I re- do I deserve things like this or like, am I really gifted like power like this and stuff like? Because I'm just a young lad in it. i all like all I've done. All I've known is hard work and just and just training, determination, and like, the fight, the, the grit, and the training and all that suffering and training is all paying off on that night, and it's just crazy, man.
0: It, it's what's even crazier to me is right. So we're watching this show. You have this massive moment the, the internet's ablaze with just McGrill posts. And next of all, I'm getting texts the following day and say, PFL had only got this guy in a one fight deal. And I was like, what? I was like, this must mean every promotion under the sun is now looking at a free agent from all of these posts. And I'm going, every promotion has got to be jumping in for this kid. Like, look, he, he's proved he's proved everything he said and more in this performance how the hell did that situation get solved? Because, is that true? You were on a one-fight deal that night, and then you, as you said, blew the doors off the place. How did the negotiations take place to get you uh, signed as a PFL fighter? Well,
1: literally, right?
0: I was just... I got through the one-fight deal in it, right? Because I had
1: other aspirations and other like, organizations like the UFC, a way to get to the UFC and such. And literally, as um, soon as I brainstormed the PFL, I did that on that one-fight contract. Um... I was in negotiations again. They said they wanted to sign me. I spoke to a few guys who, who, who loved me and they, they wanted to bring me in. They realised that like uh, this, guy, this kid, like, like they like this kid, I guess. And the aspiration was always drifting towards the UFC. But then I thought, I'm still young. I've still got, I've got ahead of me, time ahead of me and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what? I really liked the PFL. I enjoyed how they looked when I was there. They looked after me well. I like how they promoted me and I felt like it's such a good show. And, so, um, and I feel like he's on the rise now, PFL. And I feel like it was just a no-brainer to re-sign with him now. And um, they're looking after me well, man. Honestly, I can't wait to go over, see what they're like again.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think it's a great move for you and a great move for them. Because obviously, you know, when it's a UFC card, it's fight after fight after fight. These ones are kind of putting you in pride of place. And as you saw in your debut, they know how to push out the content. The Zone's a great platform to be on for a yeah. guy so young in your career. Um, tell me this: Was there a lot of interest from other promotions? Because I'd imagine there was. I could imagine that a lot of people wanted to get into the Lewis Mcgrillan business. It was a good
1: bit, man. I had a few people even DM DMing me privately, like instead of my going through my management and asking, asking, could they like it could be sort out of like a deal or signing here and like, oh, are you are your, are your management this We real? Just things like that, and yes. I was just like, I'm with I'm with the PFL. I'm going to sign with the PFL. I like. I know I knew other uh, promotions would come back in and like come asking for me and stuff like that, but I felt like because, like I said, I'm still young and I can the way the PFL can build me up as well, and it's we can work together well and stuff like that. And I just felt like it was just a no-brainer to re-sign for the PFL. And I think the way the PFL can even pay fighters yes. is much more is much more better than some other shows have done before. So it was a, definitely a great great decision for me to sign for the PFL again
0: you know you you mentioned it being so young does that get heavy like all of a sudden there's all these people up in your dms There's people where's this guy's manager we want him over here now we want him over here does that get overwhelming for a guy as young as you yeah it can do a little bit So that's sometimes like we, we've got to this point now
1: we focus on the training and fighting and then my team will focus on like sorting things out they'll sit down and we'll negotiate and we'll talk etc and like i don't like sometimes when, it, when it, it can get a little bit overwhelming so i'll leave it to the right people to say out, like i said in it but i just just stay on my lane just keep doing my thing Like the coach like says, as long as you fo- you focus on firing and training and everything else will be all boxed off and that's what's getting dealt with now yeah fantastic
0: um you said in, in an interview i saw possibly before the debut maybe straight after it this might have been your actual in-ring interview but you said I needed to find something to channel this aggression into. And look, I've I've been doing this now for nearly 15 years and I can't count on, you know, 50 hands how many people have told me that MMA has has saved them or re-guided their life into a a positive place. Is it fair to say that that that's true for you too, Lewis?
1: 100% man. Like, I I wouldn't even like to think probably where I would be in my life if I didn't have MMA. MMA really made me disciplined. It even humbles me. It makes me like, it makes me realise there's a positive output even becoming, come, come because like I always was a violent kid, and I realised if you challenge violence in a in a good manner, you'll have great things coming out you can actually get paid for doing stuff like this you can actually achieve great things with it and stuff like that, and uh, honest, I, don't, I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have MMA I'd probably be in jail, mate, or something you know I mean? I'll be honest, like, I'm a bit of a madman like that, a lot of people can um, kind of vouch for that and stuff like that, and I just felt like MMA definitely saved me, man, like I'll be, no, I'll be nothing about MMA. I love it, man.
0: Honestly. Is it a newfound star now? Like, obviously, you were already well-known around Manchester and obviously, you got this huge respect from the elders, as I said earlier. But I'd say the profiles got boosted now. What's it like walking around Manny when you're Lewis McGrillan at the moment? All right, it's mad to you know, mate.
1: It's like, honestly, it, it don't have to be Manchester. Like, I could be in the middle of, middle of anywhere in England yeah even in Ireland I've been in Czech I've been in Czech Republic last year yeah and I had people noticing me then because i always was yeah yeah, I was very well known the regional scene as well like I've got a big following uh, on my social media like my TikToks and like my Instagram and stuff like that and it it was just mad like people stopping me for photos and stuff like it's just a common thing that happens now yeah do you like it I don't mind it me like because it knows I'm doing something good and I've got like a good fan base and a good support behind me. So it makes me feel happy and, like when I see like a look on someone's face, like, oh my god, it's Lewis, can I get a 4 I'm just like, I'm just me, I'm just Lewis in it. And my mates look at me I'm just I'm just Lewis in it. But like when I see some people like no, it's oh it's Lewis McGrillan and stuff like that, and like it's good to like I'm playing like a bit of like someone's like 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 I'm finding, like a like a role model to them in it in a way. And especially that's for class. little kids. I, like, I love it when little kids quote that's for fall stuff like Because they're like, how I used to look at McGregor, like, I want to be like McGregor. They're probably looking at me like how they want to be like me. Do you know what I mean? So it's a bit mad like that, yeah.
0: It is. It's crazy. Um, I wanted to ask, um, this is a rite of passage and you mentioned Conor McGregor. I covered Conor since he was two fights into his pro career. So this happened to him too. And it irritates people when it's happening. But I feel like it's part of the progression as you become well known. Because suddenly... Yeah. Every, everyone's bigging you up on after the debut and bigging you up and everyone's saying this is great this is great journalists are saying this guy is so talented and then all the, the faceless eggs on Twitter start saying he's only fighting cans though oh he's only fighting oh, cans yeah. I mean how annoying is that for a guy like you that's 22 you're nearly 10 fights into your pro career like you are now like becoming the poster boy for one of the biggest promotions in the world and people are saying oh he's only fighting cans." how does that make you feel?
1: It gets you pissed off right I can't lie at set times but anyway opinions are just like opinions are just assholes mate they all stink do you know what I mean but like these guys trust me when I was on the regional scene I had booked fights with many guys with positive records like sick records and stuff like but they all pull out like, honestly, I had so many pullouts when I was in the regional scene, even as an amateur. Coming to the end of my amateur career, I was having pullouts then. It was just a commonality, what was just coming constantly. Like, if I booked a fight on the regional scene, eight weeks, six weeks out, I knew that I'd, I'd get a pull-out three weeks left of the of the, of the camp. I knew it straight away, and I always had to be ready. And before you know it, because of constant pullouts and no one's taking it, especially on set notices and stuff like that, um, I struggle getting fights. So then when they, got, when they bring a guy in, he was like, not the best record sometimes, and then but you can have it out, don't moan about it. Do you know what I mean? I just think people just like to shit on you, do you know what I mean? Especially when I'm young, and I like I am a bit of a gobshite, I'll own that, right? (laughs) And I think people like to say stuff like that and say something, but I'm what bothered me. I'll just keep gulagging people, even if the record's positive or not. End of the day, yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. Finally, Lewis, and thank you so much for this. It's been a brilliant experience for me to speak to you. You are exactly how I imagined uh, a great (laughs) lad. Um, Final question. I will 100% be tuning into the zone this weekend to watch this because I am absolutely infatuated with your career at the moment. But what would you say people can expect that haven't seen Lewis McGrillen fight who are maybe tuning in to see their first event with the McGrizzla on the card? What can they expect?
1: absolute pure violence just chaos man like you you're not seeing a little not seeing a little menace like me anyway man i'm just a different breed man i swear to god right and if you do if you do tune in you will see violence man it might scare you a little bit man but i'm telling you even when i look at this i'm like no, <laughs> i could get 20 years for this do you know what i mean <laughs> and it just makes me feel good when i like when i'm landing on someone anyway so
0: tune in yeah Amazing, Lewis. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see it. And an absolute pleasure again. I'm buzzing for you and best of luck with everything in your career. I have a feeling it's going to be a very, very exciting one.
1: Thank you, mate. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: What about that, Lewis McGrillan? What a guy. I mean, I'm loving the Irish link. We we need all the help we can get. I'm joking. We're in a good spot in Irish MMA now as well. But love to see this. Love to see a young guy like this taking off and you can see it in him smiling from ear to ear throughout this man. He is living the dream at the moment. I can't wait to watch him on Friday. He is a brilliant fire to watch just full of that reckless abandon that you only really see in prospects that young and that good. I mean, you know what I mean? That's a big part of it too. PFL card is, is, is very good by the way. And as I said, um, you can watch it on zone. The only thing I will say is I think from an Irish perspective, Franz Malambo, might be off. I, I don't know if they found a replacement yet, but him and Wooding, that rematch, I don't know if it's taken place. Oh, wait, it is. I just checked. He has a replacement for it. So at least Franz is out there. Him and Dom would have been absolutely brilliant. It was, you know, they're two of the best guys to watch out there. Dylan Chuk's back against 7 and O'Connor Hughes. Dylan Chuk, when McGregor was taken off, Dylan Chuk was the next guy. And that's a big mantle to have, you know, to have that expectation. It must be insane. I must get Dylan on to talk about this. He's had a wild, wild few years. But I'm looking forward to seeing him back in, in action. John Mitchell as well from Cork, I believe. He's in action against a 6-2 and two French fighter, Derouche. I probably pronounced that wrong. But um, yeah, it's a great card for European interest. A lot of Germans. Obviously, it's in Berlin. A lot of French fighters, Belgian fighters. It's got it all, baby. A few Spaniards, a few Dutch guys. I'm really looking forward to it. The first card was great to watch, you know. I think they're doing something well with these European fight cards because they're kind of, they're unique. The guys you're seeing on these cards, as I say to Lewis, like with the likes of Dakota, him and Simeon in the UK, we haven't seen them in other places. Like they were never cage warriors properties that became PFL properties or Bellator properties that became PFL properties. They're very much PFL fighters, which I love. I think Dan Hardy probably has something to do with that as well. He's uh, He knows what he's doing out there, let's be honest. But check that out, that Saturday night, and then you can it will lead you straight into UFC 290. I mean, come on. How could you not want that? It's absolutely perfect. Um, so this is the first episode on the new feed. Please, if you're listening, like it, subscribe, do something, do everything, do anything you can. If you see the posts out there, retweet them. I'm sure we'll have a, a lovely bit of clippage from McGrillin going out. That's the plan, anyway. Don't hold us to it. We're brand new here, guys. But um, yeah. It's going to be a fun, fun week. On Thursday, I'm going to be speaking to the great Jasanga Malata, one of my best friends in media. He is based in London. And of course, I put out a poll on Sunday night about the ticket situation at USC London. A lot of people complaining. A lot of people saying it's not a good card. I think that's bullshit, to be honest. I think it is a good card. I've been going to them cards since 2014. And believe me, if you thought this card, if you think this card is bad, you should have seen seen the ones they were doing in the mid-teens. I guess they're called, is that 20 teens? Yeah, that's what I'm going with. But I do think it's something to do with the the UFC 286 hangover as well. When you've had a big pay-per-view there, people think that's an arm. It isn't. The tickets would be even more expensive if that was the case. But anyway, we'll be talking to Chisang about that on Thursday. Um, I hope you enjoyed the first episode on the new feed. Let me know what you think. Um, You know, it's a very exciting time for me, I must say. I'm buzzing to do this and uh thank you to lewis mcgrillan thank you to oscar my fantastic producer thank you to tst for exporting all the old episodes onto the new feed you're a legend thank you to brennan Lockney for helping me get lewis McGrillen. thank you to lewis mcgrillan i think i already thanked him thank you to reggie i mean thank you to everyone but uh please help us in any way you can we're starting off i promise i will stop saying this endlessly on the podcast at some stage but it's important to do it at the start thank you i love you i'll see you on thursday with is saga